Hi, Rav Judy here as we begin Perak Aleph of Pirkei Avot, Masechet Avot, dedicated towards the merit of Rafur Shlema for Tova Miriam Badevora Mindel and Kalman Yaakov ben Sarabluma. Our opening Mishnah gives us a little bit of background, I would say, as to how we got here. Uh, but it's a little bit more than that, as you'll see. Moshe Kibal Torah Misinai, Masar Yoshua. Moshe received the Torah from Sinai. What does it mean he received it from Sinai? Pshat here, he received it from Hashem in Revelation on Sinai, or from Sinai onward, namely that the Torah was not given in its entirety. This is the uh, Gemara in Gittin, says that the entire text of the Chumash was not given at Sinai. Much of it had not happened yet, but rather a portion of it came then, and then over time during Moshe's lifetime, and, and so on. And certainly the oral Torah, which is a body of work that continues to grow even to this day, uh, began there. Its, its underpinnings, its axiomatic statements, core principles and content all begin from Sinai, and then continue on from there. So Moshe receives the Torah from Sinai. There are other midrashim that talk about Sinai being representative of humility. It was a lower mountain, a uh, mountain that was not, as it were, showing off that Moshe received the Torah from Sinai, from being like a Sinai, from being a humble person who was prepared to hear and to learn. And he passed it on to Yehoshua. This is the concept of Mesorah. The Torah is passed on. We don't only learn the Torah, that we're, we're, you know, each one of us is going to go and find it ourselves, but rather there is tradition, and that fits also into the general vision of Pirkei Avot, because there are things that are learned from those that came before us. So pass it on to Yehoshua, Mesorah the Yehoshua, the Yehoshua is a Canaan. Yeshua passed it on to the Zikanim. The Zikanim are the, the 70 elders, really the Sanhedrin of so many generations, generation after generation. You know, one elder may pass away, but a new elder joins the group. The Zikanim, the Nevi'im, the Zikanim passed it on to the prophets. Nevi'im, the Anshei Knesset Agdola. The Anshei Knesset Agdola are something of an expanded body of Sanhedrin, more or less. Uh, at the very, very tail end of the first temple period, the intertemple period, the period of Purim, for example, and then through, uh, through into the second Beit HaMikdash period, the Anshei Knesset Agdola were a group of 120 scholars, leaders who decided Jewish law and guided us through these times. And now we finally get to our first quote and teaching. The Anshei Knesset Agdola, Heim Amru Shlosha Dvarim, they taught us three things. Hevumetunim Bedin, Hemindu Tamidim Harbe Torah. The first is be very careful in judgment. That's both in judgment of the individual, again, going back to our, our introduction to Perkei Avot, that being careful in judgment, that this is oriented towards judges, be careful. Don't rush to a decision. Every case, every situation, every human interaction is unique and has its own factors that need to be taken into account. And so be careful in judgment. Also, for all of us, just in making our decisions, be thoughtful about it. Have many students. Many students allows for several things. Number one, it allows for many, many people to know Torah and learn and not be elitist in saying that only the very best of the best can study, but really all, we should all be learning Torah. Secondly, it's also a safeguard. The more students you have, the more people can remember a teaching and the more the, the base of knowledge is spread out. Um, physical items need to be protected physically so that they don't disappear. A tradition is, thank God, much stronger and broader than any one person. And just because a person, chas v'shalom, is lost or people die, or we've suffered oppression, Torah continues on because Torah is a set of ideas. The weakness, though, is if ideas are not taught. So the more people that know them, the safer the Torah tradition will be. And finally, asus Torah, make a fence around the Torah. This could be taken in pshat or a little bit uh, differently. Pshat here, the simple reading is, make a fence around the Torah, meaning if you don't want someone to violate a Torah rule, you protect it. 
How do you do that? So this much the same way that anyone who has a fireplace. I don't know anyone who owns a home fireplace that they use that doesn't have a grate or a screen in front of the fireplace. Now, when was the last time that a flaming log rolled out of that fireplace into the living room? Probably never. It's not a very common occurrence. Uh, logs are well stacked. It's not really a problem. However, it's just too dangerous to let that happen. Well, we say the same thing, that... That, for example, a violation of the laws of Shabbat is so significant to us that we will make rules around it. So don't climb a tree on Shabbat lest you break off a branch. Don't do X lest you come to Y. Those are siagim. Those are protections, and there are really three kinds of durabanans. One of the forms of a durabanan is a siag, something that is there to protect you from violating a Torah law. Just on the side, the other two main categories are takanot, things that are there in order to encourage better societal living, rules that are designed to make for a better li- for living in the world and in Jewish society. And finally, mitzvot to Rabbanan, things that Rabbanan came up with completely, such as Hanukkah or Purim, were made up after significant events and added in. There are only a handful of mitzvot to Rabbanan, but making a siag is to protect. The Me'iri says that actually that's not what it means here. It means siag the Torah when you're teaching Torah. He puts it in the context of the first two, that you should be careful in your decisions and have many students. And siag the Torah, know when to speak. It's not always time to share what it is that you're thinking or teach everything that you know. There's a time for sharing and a time not to share. I had a teacher many, many years ago, right around the time that I was considering going into Jewish education, I asked him for good teaching advice because he's an excellent teacher. He said, you know, Judah, if you know 40 proofs, share two of them. If you know many parts to this, share one or two or three. They don't need to hear everything that you've been thinking. And I think it's very good advice. Asusiag the Torah says the Me'iri, put a fence around your Torah. Know when to share and how much to share.